welcome to the pre-lamp for 2023 E3. Let's go. We're a bit more energised this time. We're not making the same crucial mistake, are we, Dave? No. Of doing it the day after. No. No. I was a very sleepy boy after this event, and it's now, what, Friday? And I feel so much better about not being a sleepy little boy. I think that, weirdly, we fell upon a... A strategy for making podcast episodes about a LARP experience, which was don't do it the exact day after it occurs. Yeah. But life is difficult. Life is difficult. We have to. The logistics and... of it. I oh, mean. But what an event. Yeah. Hello, pre LARP fans. Hello. The few. With our new convert. The bold pre LARPers. <laughs> You know on LARPs and tops. Who doesn't they, love they... a pre-lop? Who doesn't love a pre-lop? You know, you were always a supporter, weren't you? Always. Always. The biggest no, fan. I never doubted pre-lop at no, all. And no. I'm still a big fan of it now. Yeah. In fact, you liked it more than me. You liked it first, I'm sure. Well. <laughs> anyway, it, it, we'll, we'll get into it when we get to the proper episodes. But this was a, a really interesting event, I feel. And um, there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about, like more broader questions about LARP and Empire that I think are quite interesting and your kind of love of it uh, that we'll get to, I think, in, in later episodes. But we're in pre-LARP, Dave. Yeah, pre-LARP. Oh, um, me and Ian just watched a documentary on Roman Reigns and I said something <laughs> quite deep. Did you? Enlighten. Wrestling yeah. is like LARP. Yeah. In the same things that are good about wrestling are the same things that are good about LARP. Let's not... Let's just leave that. Don't analyse it too much. Let's but... just leave that with the audience. Yeah. You wrestling fans, you chew on that for a while and let us know. But, uh, yeah. Um, right, you start us off. Yeah, you we'll always go... have more pre-LARP shit than me. So. Well, you know. Um, although, weirdly, like... So, going into crafting... Um, I, don't, I don't have a lot to do these days. Uh, but I need stuff for my busy little hands. You're peaked. I, I, I mean... I didn't think I'd make it this long. I thought... Someone has shanked me by now. Um, you did get shanked. Well, that's true. But I thought someone would, would have finished me off. Finished the yeah, job. Finished yeah. the job. Uh, and then, and then, like a, like like um, fucking uh, Godfather, mm. uh, as we'll find out later. You think you're out, and then they reel you back in, uh, and there's no way. But we'll get to that later. So I need to do some crafting just to keep my busy hands uh, on the go. Um, one thing uh, that. I didn't realise was just how much fucking fun battle maging is. Um, and I battle maged last time in E2 just mm -hmm. because I didn't, basically it was so hot I didn't want to put my full monster armour on that I normally have, which is like actually quite heavy because it's got like metal plates on it and stuff. So I just throw on a robe and I went out and battle maged. And I borrowed the your little rod mm -hmm. and I was running around uh, I think venoming people and shattering I think it was. Mm -hmm. I was like this is a lot of fun. So I was like, this is the way. I'm going to make a new kind of battle mage set of stuff for each of the different monsters. So I got myself like a full kind of Jotun-y set up. And I've got like colour changes for, because I wasn't sure if the Grendel were going to turn up. So I got myself like a Grendel outfit, a Druge version, and I basically can colour swap it with this kind of armour that I have, which is basically just like kind of a, like a leather... Uh, upper torso thing with lamla that kind of extends down and two sort you, of tassets you bought it out and it was like where the fuck did you get that from like that is a very fancy piece of kit you got there yeah i got like a robe that i throw over it to be like i am 100 percent a mage <laughs> like like it's 
it, the interesting thing when you're monstering is, uh, and again, I think because we've just watched a thing about wrestling, uh, is that a kind of whole thing of like the, the the sell of the identity of what you are. You can you can paint in very broad strokes, and it's just like I'm wearing a robe with a big hood and I'm carrying a staff. I'm I'm a mage. Like be aware. Like someone also made the comment that some of your kit, Ian, mm. looked like. It could potentially be yeah. used for other nations at Empire. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was a quite an astute observation. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of... I, I, I thought... Because uh, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. You never gonna know happen. what's going to happen. Never so know. I thought uh, doubling up on some uh, possibilities for moving to other nations very, should things occur. It, very shrewd. I liked it. Very yeah. sneaky, but very shrewd. Very impressed It by was that. fun to make anyway. So I just put together this, this Battle Mage armour. Yeah, it was just really good fun. Other than that, I think one of my main crafty things, uh, which isn't really like uh, crafting, it's writing actually, is the Ashbourne information sheets that I've been doing, mm-hmm. um, which has been really good fun. Maybe like my games. Maybe, maybe talk about what they're for and what's in them. Yeah, so they're just like basically like a complete cheat sheet, which has on one side all of the conjunction times, the battle opportunities, things like that. Also, which seats in Navarre for all the different things are open for election. A timetable for the Senate, a timetable with a military council. The other side is all about resources. Who's who in Navarre? Who holds what positions? Am I on it? Yeah, you're on it. Oh, cool. It tells you who your uh, proxy is. So it's got Gaius on it, for example. That's Bung's character. Uh, and for each of the generals, it tell you who their, their adjunct is. It also wow. tells you when all the um, when the elections for each of these positions are held and stuff like that and the way in which they're elected. Interesting. Um, and then, like, breakdowns of other positions. So things like the advisor on the Valorn, for example, is listed. And also, uh, like, potion recipes. It's got... It's basically as much information as I could chuck on two sides of A4. I love it how um, even when you, you posted it on Facebook and someone was like, it hasn't got this on it. And you were like, it's just like, oh my God, like, like yeah. there's so much information on it. But it's impossible to, and it's, so it's, it's basically, I tried to do it because originally I did it the season before when I was going to be in charge of Fawn's Council. Mm. And the idea was... Talis wanted to be relatively good at this, even though, uh, you know, so he basically wanted to turn up and basically hand out information sheets to everybody to make sure that everyone is as informed as possible, because that's mm-hmm. kind of Talis's thing. Um, and so it's kind of was always subtly flavoured towards Fawns, Fawns being Navari's kind of like more fighty, but that's, this uh, is a very broad strokes, but like more... Leaders, uh, right? Yeah, kind of combat orientated kind of stuff. Yeah. Um... So I wanted to angle it that way. So it, it naturally isn't necessarily focused towards brokers or guides or vates. And it's not naturally focused towards resources that aren't, for example, military units or fleets. It's focused towards th- those things, like which which are more specifically kind of uh, campaign combat related. Mm-hmm. Um, but over time, obviously, I've tried to pack and pack more stuff into it. And it, it turned from being more of like a Fawn's informational guide into like, Fawns and new player kind of informational guide. Mm-hmm. Um, working with a whole bunch of other people, wonderful people in Navarre, like uh, Travid and um, 
Matty, who was Larkin previously, and uh, Andrew. Uh, it's just been great to just pull all this information and just kind of whack it in one place and pump them out. I made a hundred of them, and then I made another 20, which I put inside little leather pouches that I put together, because my hands needed to do something for the last few days before mm. Empire. Or and, you'll uh, kill again. I would literally kill again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just made 20 that were inside these pouches. Uh, we'll get to it when it comes, but, like, they went very quickly, and that did was you, such a good did feeling. Did you charge for them? No. Fuck's sake. Well, no, because, like, I, I did genuinely uh, want no. them to be... Yeah, because they're, they're information I'm, sheets. I'm joking. I think it's really, really admirable, but you should probably sell them. Yeah, well, I was going to be like, start doing more like pros- prosperity. I think, if, I think, like for okay, new players, prob- I don't expect anything is, for this it. This is the problem: is that like you want to help out new players, but we're broke. We're like the brokest so riding broke. ever. Like we're so fucking poor. I specifically am like. Some kind of weird I've, beggar king. It's the first time I've <laughs> ever seen you ask for money. Yeah. Because, like, you sold a few books and you were living fat on the hog from the books you'd sold. Yeah. But I just don't really do that anymore. I think that this, so this is the core reality of it. Ian really struggles to sell the things that he makes. So I, I really get embarrassed about it. Like, I find it really hard to walk up to somebody with, an, with a book or a potion or a thing I've made and ask them for two thrones, however much it is, right, for the thing. Uh, so I, I don't like doing that. I find okay. it uncomfortable. And what's my what's my what was what's my advice to you when I tell you about selling? I don't know. Never apologize for your presence. That yeah, it's number it's... one is to never approach someone like I'm so sorry to bother you. Yeah, would you like to do, like? And as soon as you have that kind of like mindset that you're there because your shit's awesome and they might be interested, it becomes way easier, dude. It's hard. It's 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 that, but it's also like actually finding the time to go out and sell stuff. Yeah, it we takes need, a lot we of time. Need a broker, uh, we, like some people really enjoy that side of the game. It's just not for me, to be no. perfectly honest. I I found that actually Talis's game, my game, has turned a lot more into interacting with new people, uh, being a weird like signpost like a colourful signpost that points at people. People come up to me and I'm like, go and talk to this person because they know a lot more about that thing that you're asking about than me. It's a nice role. I actually really honestly enjoy it. Well, you do um, stand out. So yeah. that's good. So anyway, so I made those. That was really fun, really enjoyable to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to it because it was actually a reasonable part of my um, my event. But handing it out was, was great fun and so rewarding. The other thing I did was I wrote my article inside uh, the Trusty Turnip, which is a marcher paper. Now, I've got a copy here. It's so ridiculous. It's called Oh Captain, My Captain by Tellus Ashbourne. Um, I'm tempted to read it out, but I won't. It's a bit long it's to a bit read long, out. But... but if you can find a copy, or if you can find me, I probably will do readings of it. It's basically discussing um, what happened last event in, a, in from Talis's perspective. It's smut. It reads like smut. It does. But it's, it's, it's a love letter <laughs> yes. to the mercenary captain that protected you slash kidnapped you yes. last summit. Yeah. And uh, it is quite the read. I think I did it like I was really chuffed, actually. It's very good. 
Um, I was I was genuinely very happy with it. Writing it was so much fun. Helen, uh, who put the newspaper together, just said, like, it was one of those things where you saw someone post, like, I'm looking for articles for a newspaper. And I was like, do you mind if a Nabari writes something in this? She was like, what did you have in mind? I was like, ham fisted out this article. It's like this. <laughs> and she was like, 100%. And uh, I was like, <laughs> this is what this paper's all about. It was so good. It's, a, it's a love letter to this captain, right? But also it's... actually to the whole band of them. Yes. Basically, it was because the experience they'd given me and the game they had expended on me was so awesome. Those poor bastards. Those poor, poor bastards. I mean, imagine having to put them with me for that length of time. Well, um, well. And... Yeah, it was basically like, I just wanted to, I really needed to do something just to be like, you guys are fucking awesome. And they didn't even get paid. No, they didn't even get paid for it. That was so much fun to do. Um, Those suckers. Another piece of writing I did, uh, sorry to bash through all my stuff really quickly, Dave. This is is pre-Larpian, this is is your kingdom, this is where you rule. I, um, so big, big part of Talos' story, uh, post-debacle. Uh, mm-hmm. post the gate is closing debacle post you being accused I'll say of, of, let's be polite yeah. being accused of creating a route yes. which ended up getting many people a killed. lot of people dead yeah influential people a lot of people that are very well cherished yeah from not only Navarre but also the league yes yeah um People uh, were pretty upset about that. People were pretty upset about it. I got branded for it. Mm-hmm. Um, which was all spicy RP. But one of the, the... The real heart punch was having um, Yelona's character mm-hmm. uh, start this wonderful, really fantastically uh, RP'd grudge against Talis. Like, blaming him for the death of her love. And this is this is the person who wrote a fucking song, song for, for the, the Navarches and sings it. Like, he used to sing it basically before every battle, before he went in. They're very close. And she, I named my bow after the song that she wrote. And she refused to sing it while you were still in charge of the Navarches. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And then later when I... I failed to go to the funeral... Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, it was so bad. I failed to go to the Fuck, funeral. Fuck, you missed the fucking funeral. It was so bad. And... Oh, my God. Then I turned up at a pub and they were... I, she was there with, like, her friends and they snubbed us, stood up and left. It was so good. All of it. What was delicious about this was just, like, the RP was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But there was, like, constant checking in. Which was just like really because we we get on really well like OC right, but it was just like the character is just broken by this, and uh, she broke the bow when I left it as like a, a thing, uh, like to be like I, I'm sorry, and she's like you can't buy me off, all of this kind of stuff. When I went to get a fucking sausage, she's like, you know, having a go at me, and then uh, like snaps this bow and is like enjoy your sausage and now I can't enjoy my sausage anymore she took that away from oh you. it was so good and rightly so Talis deserves it it was so, one of those things where the storyline had shifted uh, wonderfully deliciously from this kind of broader national thing which is still bubbling on even now it's a thing that Talis just has to live with it, it is yeah very much so we'll get to that yeah. actually it's it's very like 
Talis as an object lesson, and actually how he feels about that is very complicated. You're a, you're a cautionary tale. A cautionary tale. But how he feels about that is is fun to play with. It's, it's also, actually really delicious. It's also like now, like I know a lot more information that's yes. public. Yes. And it's pretty tragic. Like mm. there's a lot of the... That there's different layers of what people know. Yes. And the very public surface level is that Talis is a disgrace. Yeah. And then you start, like, digging down a little further. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. And, oh, my God, that's fucking crazy. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah. man. There's, there's multiple layers, layers to it. Um, <sighs> it's, it's, LARP's a funny game where you're, like, uh, you have these kind of broad stroke things. But, like... There, there, there is the kind of the broader interpretation of who Talis is, but then I like to feel there's a, a much deeper aspect to who the character is that I've discovered along with everybody else, mm. um, and that's thanks to all of the interactions you have and just through play. Uh, it's been a hugely uh, rewarding I've, process. I'm so impressed by how you've become way more comfortable with um, conflict. Yeah, like. You're so chill in your own skin and as Talis that you're like, this is great RP. Like, you're, yeah. you're really having a good time. Obviously, this is a, a testament to the players you're interacting with while doing uh, it. Massively. But... I think one of the other things, we spoke about this actually during the game because you brought the same topic up. And I think for me, it's just the reality that I have control yeah. and the players allow me to have control. And if I was ever uncomfortable, I genuinely feel like I could stop it immediately. Yeah. Immediately it would be stopped. But I, I feel uh, like... And I just don't feel... I feel no... I feel no... Like, I, 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 the separation level is so high for me that I feel genuinely so comfortable. Um, but yeah, so walking into this whole thing, I was just like, I need to do a Talis-like gesture because he's very flawed uh, in like trying to make this better so I had this song that I wanted to perform at Songs and Stories Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's basically a full mea culpa uh, of like can you explain what a mea culpa is like I'm responsible okay like everything I do like everything that she says about like my pride descending into hubris and stuff that there's truth to it and more so than that it's basically like his kind of life story told through song and like his hit, uh, uh, like uh, you appear as if found in it as like a, a formative part of his life. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, th- there's the whole aspect of when Ifan died. Like, being that you were so heavily into ambition, uh, you no seriously. This is that like uh, Ifan uh, dying. Like, Talis basically was like, oh, okay, I need to have ambition, and that's when he became, if you remember. That's when he became leader of the Navarches afterwards. That's when he started getting himself dedicated to pride not long after. Uh, and that kind of gave him the drive. But you got to remember this is like Talos looking at Ifan and taking the parts of Ifan. And you named your Lizard. Iguana, yeah, which is Ifan, which is obviously a great fucking send-off to my character is to be named after a stuffed animal. Yeah. So thanks for that. Yeah, he's much loved. He's more loved than I am, probably. He's more loved than Ifan ever <laughs> was. That's for damn sure. I wrote um, this song, but we'll get to it when the performance is. But uh, one thing I re- there's two versions of this song. Basically, there's a there's a version that I will probably sing from now on, mm. which is basically the cautionary tale and this kind of message at the end, which is very true to the Ashbourne message of 
from ashes we rise, from sorrows we grow, like yep. a learning experience through tragedy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, for this particular version, I wanted to do a thing where once I finish the song, it transitions into this idea. Well, basically seeing uh, Fly Free, Fly True, but basically saying, uh, don't sing it for me, but for you, is basically the way that the, the, the Latin lyrics go. Uh, and I kind of repeat this multiple times uh, and direct it directly towards her. We'll get to how that goes down. It's very... It, it, I wanted to... I, I was kind of aware of what I was doing again. When you're playing... This is like Talis's version. You're still making it about you. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's. it's like... Uh, and that gets called out, which is fantastic. But we'll get to all of this because it just leads to some really fantastic RP. Um... And I really I, like the great thing is when you've got a, a, like a, a character like that, and you're kind of playing around these kind of things. You can address a lot of that stuff, like those, like that exact thing, like the idea of making a bad situation kind of about your sorrow and about you that you're sorry, and it's actually more about you being sorry than the other person's thing. I'm I'm on T Iona. Uh, like... I, I, I can no, but I am as well. That's the wonderful thing. Like I'm happy to. Like, I, but I didn't want it to be, like... I, I wanted to make it deeper than just... For example, the other way of doing this whole thing was to, would be to have Talis be like, oh, I'm completely right. Like, what I did was right. Like, I... You know what I mean? Like, and to have the like, the adversary relationship be that I, re- I, I reject your idea of rejecting me. But I wanted it to be much more like... Actually, it's a, it's a very poorly delivered apology. And it's the, the wrong way. His, his lack of understanding of how to deliver a healthy apology. And it is the... Like, it, I wanted it He's to be He's an that. egomaniac! Exactly, right? And I wanted... The whole point is he is flawed, right? And I and it's like... I, like, that is the exact point. But at the same time, he, he is genuinely sorry, right? Like, he is genuinely remorseful. He just is not able to actually communicate on it's, that level. It's also, like I said, there's, there's, there's many... There's a lot more to it. It's like a lasagna with a yeah. cheesy top yes. and many fucking layers with cheese mixed in that, yes. but meatiness as well. Which we'll get to, because and... I, I, I did begin... Ooh. I did begin to lay some of that out. Really? I did. Yeah, yeah. I think it's necessary. I have this philosophy, and this goes for a lot of elements of play. Um, a secret is only worth having if it will be revealed. It, same thing as any tabletop roleplay yeah. game. Same thing. Uh, See, just knowing a secret and not using it yeah. is fucking boring. People need to know. Yeah. And it needs to, like... Yeah, to have, have the ability that people can find out in play is fantastic. Yes, I um, agree. So anyway, I wrote this song. Uh, we'll get to it when the performance comes. Uh, uh, yeah, that was. Are you going to sing it? Do. Oh, I did sing it. No, are you going to sing it on the podcast? Uh, I think I'm going to record it, uh, and then I'll do a recording of it. I don't think I'll sing it on. Oh, I don't think we'll, we'll see. We'll see how I feel. Um, all right. Well, well. Stay tuned, folks. We'll we'll, we'll uh, see. We'll, we'll see. see. But I, I, I think I will definitely do a proper recording. And there's a reason for that, which we'll get to when we get to actually or when I do. We it. could use it as an outro to one of the episodes. Maybe that might be nice, actually. But I'm definitely going to record it. Okay. It needs to be recorded and and put out there be- because of how it didn't quite. I didn't quite do it right for funny reasons, which we'll get to when we get to it. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I did that. Uh, the other thing that was taking place was the uh, I am now properly, properly standing down from the departures. We're having an election. 
this is the opportunity for the candidates to step up and get elected. Uh, and I'm going to master of ceremonies the the election for the new Navarcha's captain. It was so lovely, actually. I mean, we'll get to it when we get there, but um, just being like, oh, how are we going to run this? Talking about it OC, you know, because you want to make sure everyone's comfortable with what's happening. Like, you know... Did, with... they, did they tear off your stripes? No, it's it's so wholesome what it, how it is. The Navarchas is lovely, dude. Yeah, it's such a lovely group. Yeah, the, the kind of smiling killers that are the Navarchas. <sighs> and very effective, and much more effective without me, uh, as we will discover. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, genuinely, though, um, we'll get to it, but, like, um, my role in the whole thing, and having been part of it, uh, it's, it's something that genuinely fills me with Sorry. a lot of pride. Going from that, looking yeah. at the next item on the agenda, which is just fashion show dash party foods. If there was more of a talis-like yeah. bullet point than yeah. fashion show and party foods, yeah. what 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 do you mean by fashion show and party foods? Well, actually, I'll just quickly finish about the end of Arches first, because this also flies in. Uh, we were going to, after, we, we decided after the election, what we'd do is we'd head down to this Liga archery range that has been made. Mm. Um, I've been in contact with the player who runs that, who's fantastic. Um, and we wanted to do a party. The Navarchers party that we normally do, want to do at the archery range. Okay. Uh, this meant getting more party food in because I'd already arranged that I was going to do all the food, like the party food for the crowd and basically be looking after the crowd at the fashion show so that basically we ended up having we knew the fashion show because it's it's the navarre fashion show international edition uh that was being run this time in the market mm-hmm. uh and we were aware it was probably going to be bigger like a lot bigger and it it was a lot bigger by the way um did you pro- did you promote it we almost didn't. We kind of did, but we almost didn't need to because we actually uh, Hazel was an absolute boss, and Obi was an absolute boss. We got Obi in as a third person because we literally need. Uh, well, I mean, he's fantastic, but we genuinely need a third person as well, just because of the size of it. Um, and they they literally pretty much on the they they got some people before the event, but the majority of it, which we'll get into when we get to the event, literally signed up at the event, running around, getting names on boards. Uh, it's a lot of people. I have a lot of you questions. Got a lot of questions. But we'll, I got we'll a crap it. load of food in. I got uh, obligatory talus cupcakes. You've got to have cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Um, loads and loads of these little rice crispy squares, which I break into multiple parts and have bowls full of mm-hmm. in multiple different flavours, which are actually very good combat snacks. Um mm-hmm. I had lemonade, fancy lemonade, and water, and uh, cups, importantly cups which come with straws, because we can't have people supping from the rim like a pleb. You have to give people the option to drink from a straw and elevate themselves. (laughs) 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 Which is so funny. A lot to unpack in that one statement, Ian. A Um, lot to unpack. Um, It was so much fun. When you unloaded the car, it was like... It's like you were feeding the 5,000. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I mean, normally I'm a bit camp mummish. Actually, weirdly, this time I wasn't so much because we were getting fed. I mean, this is skipping ahead a bit. But uh, the Ramblers Rest and Dreadshields mm. had been in touch with me 
and I got in touch with you guys. And basically, in an amazing gesture, our neighbours had offered to basically provide us with food on the Friday and Saturday. And but by food, by the way, is a bland term for describing a, a, a banquet, a feast, a feast. Got a tomahawk steak, Dave. Yeah, oh, we'll talk about that. And like stew, uh, incredible. Hell. That tomahawk by steak way, was. It, ridiculous eating a tomahawk steak and then going to senate <laughs> no you finished yours didn't you yeah i ate the whole thing yeah i not the bone obviously i couldn't get that down but everything else yeah dave i made a pitiful attempt well you had well, stew as well dave i had no like this because bear in mind i'm actually very uncultured i'm constantly aware whenever i hang around the rest of you guys mm how uncultured I am, how, mm-hmm. like, unsuitable for, like, general civilization I am beyond my own paltry experience. Mm. Um, and I I genuinely didn't know what a tomahawk steak was. I thought, I literally thought it was, like, just a little bit of meat. I didn't realise, I genuinely didn't realise, I didn't make the connection that it was going to literally look like a tomahawk. Like, uh, yeah, like a tomahawk. Of like, meat. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was, when it was handed to me, I literally thought it was like a joke food. Yeah, it's Flintstone style big. I, it, it was so intimidating. I was like, there's not room. Like, logistically, it doesn't actually fit. I made room. You, you're a chat. I have no idea how you managed it. So, yeah, party foods, foods. But yeah, as a result of knowing that Rambler's Rest were going to feed us, an amazing gesture. Um, I didn't actually get that much stuff at the camp which is different to how I normally run things and it all just went on the parties instead which was great uh, and the last thing I did um, was uh, do the IC camp plan so we've got some wonderful camp planners mm-hmm. uh, in Navarre and I have started really over the last sort of two things I don't know why again busy hands need to be kept busy i suppose or you'll end up piling more dead bodies in the woods i i, I don't know um yeah I, I i've started doing a thing where i take the camp plan and then i turn it into an ic printable version of the camp plan yeah what which, do you use what's the program called again i actually use incarnate to use it which is what i use in D often when i'm doing like town level stuff yeah um that's great it looks, it's just a, a nice easy way of doing it and now i've got a template it's just a matter of moving things around a bit every time they release it um and yeah just plotting it all out it, it's and i print off a few and hand them out to people basically again and it, wasn't there some confusion about which way up the map was yeah i mean i'm LARP, trying over here larpers can't have nice things dude like, i'm trying um but actually no genuinely um doing it was it's, it's a nice little fun thing and i think actually it has real use because it's like where is such and such a thing look at the map and it's, you can it's find... icy as well it's supposed it looks to, yeah. like it's like drawn so it's it's nice i mean the camp planners do amazing work they <laughs> i would not want that job i don't want that job yeah i don't want that job at ha- all having having camp plan adjacent job is as close as i ever want to come to it massive respect to rosemary it was, and kit it who was interesting it. though like it feels like the navarre woods like they were more jam packed at E one. Mm. I don't know if that's just a perception. The woods are very strange, right? Because they tend to swallow stuff up, and I'm also not sure. Uh, obviously, as groups move around, and yeah. like a small group, but say, uh, I think like a few groups that were camping near us actually ended up joining with some of the groups that were on the field side of Navarre because that was very busy that section, 
and trying to squeeze all of the tents in there was quite yeah. tough. It's, so it's, I'm not yeah. sure. I, like the migration of people's hard to really compute, and I think some people do cho- just choose to co OC because there are. I mean, we love camping OC, but there are definitely advantages to camping OC in the some ways as well. OC camping was absolutely chocker. I, I think we should talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Potentially. Um, I'm I'm a senator. I get letters. You do so many letters. Yes. So many letters. Yes. And and I'm a very busy boy yeah. at the moment, and yeah. have been for what seems like months at this stage. Um, I like. I started getting letters about the throne. Right. Um, people wanting for me to nominate them. Yeah. Uh, wanting it to be resolved. Like, and it's just like, oh, God. Like, like. This is what your constituents want. I know. I know it's what my constituents want. But. It, it, is it difficult as well? Because also, like. Uh, I suppose very much like a real world politician mm. the letters you get of the people are from the people who are motivated to send you letters and not necessarily indicative of a broader uh, sense it, is there tr- I don't know like I think it's the fact I got multiple letters with similar themes mm. implies that there is a, yeah. a swell so I think, I think you have to kind of like for me anyway, I, I want to be... And bear in mind, I'm going completely on a populist ticket, right? Yeah. Like, um, so... Usually, You're fantastic, by the way. If someone is asking me something, usually it's like an icy conversation would be a better way to respond mm. because I can actually explain stuff. Because a lot of the stuff... And this is a problem with a lot of um, aspects of the game is like, what's going on in the Senate? Right, yeah. like what actually happens in Senate? Because, like, to go along and sit in the the viewing gallery yeah. for what four hours at least minimum yeah. per event is yeah. a lot for anyone to ask. So, I I want to be the sort of uh, senator that if you want to ask me about a thing mm. or are interested in a thing, mm. come and find me. But also be as accessible to that as possible yes. right like One please thing, come find me i think actually you do this really well i mean I, i'm sure all the senators do um but one thing i think you do really really well is when someone comes up to you you give them full time and attention uh, and also i always feel like uh the people who work around you are very well informed and up to speed with not just what you're it feels like it's information that you have all shared together and it feels like a team that are very well uh, rehearsed on the talking points and the, the opinions that you have as a collective. We, 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 we literally do that. Like, um, So what, like when you're not there and somebody comes up to speak to uh, Gaius on a topic, mm-hmm. it feels like they're kind of talking to you. Yeah, well, we make. I've really made sure of this. We do it, uh, we kind of have a rough conversation before the event usually mm. on the friday right and then we'll sit down and have like because everything think of it like everything's in flux and moving mm. so it's not like you can be like we're a hundred percent doing this yeah, 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 yeah you have to be like here are a few basic objectives for what we want to do these are the things mm. we're interested in and then we have a bit of a powwow and a conversation about it um everyone's opinion on stuff is completely valid uh, I usually make like the kind of end decision on stuff, like yeah. the, the, like 
like guiding the ship rather than yeah it felt know? like because there was this point on friday if you don't mind kind of touching on it now because it was pre-larp mm. um but it was it was it was on friday and it was very interesting because um there was a bit where you if you like and and people like agni and uh, gaius before time and basically sat down and basically just hashed out as you're saying and it was kind of interesting to listen to all of these different points and counterpoints and it kind of ended broadly with like a gut opinion of where you were with all of the different things and what the objectives were going to be based off that yeah uh i think it was a really interesting because obviously i have really like i don't i don't swim in that pool right i don't generally like that's deep end stuff uh, and i'm busy with my fucking armbands on with a mai tai uh Mate, I'm, a, I'm a minnow in the deep 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 i know but like you're in that deep waters i'm not um but what i'm saying is it's interesting like watching you operate it's just quite fascinating actually i think you develop a shorthand yeah like there's like when you're talking to the 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 team it's like because we've been doing it a little while now we're very quick at communicating what what we're intentions are we also have a general kind of vibe of what like Geller Ashbourne as the kind of mm. as a political entity what the identity what, is yeah, what, yeah. what we are about yeah. like what what are things that interest us what do we want to see pushed mm. um, what don't we like what do you know all that stuff we'll get you know? to it when we get to the episode to the actual episodes of the event but I, I think it's really interesting and I don't know if this is true but it feels like you're you're still very actively involved in the diplomacy game yes uh, and you're often a senator that people come to for diplomatic insight yeah um and, and i think that's a really interesting it's like reminds, a real really interesting subset of skill i wasn't even a good ambassador yeah but a lot of the like i like i keep saying like a lot of this stuff is i really like it when people come up and ask questions about yes. the thing and i can be like Here's the fucking thing. We'll we'll talk about it during the episode because it's happened a few times. I mm. really, really that's that's one of the that's like the, because uh, there's different. Okay, so there's Leafy. Leafy is an absolute expert on how the empire runs and the economy of the empire. Yeah. Um, Travid is really fucking good at trying to get shit done. He organizes people. He has objectives that he wants. He plays a little fast and loose with some bits and pieces, <laughs> but he's very effective and a very good orator. And it's like, I think before coming into this event, I've been comparing myself to much more experienced uh, politicians. And then to be like, actually, I can carve my own lane. Yeah. I don't have to be um as perky and and like well informed and chatty as travid is i don't need to be an expert on every aspect and nuance of senate motions and the economy i can mm. do what i do for my constituents yeah. right like um it was it's it, honestly it was really interesting watching you operate and i uh, i mean I, I think you found this but i certainly watched you really I feel in this event especially stamp down the identity of what it what a Geller Ashbourne senatorial yeah. situation looks like and that um, that makes sense both I see but also as a functional element of play if that makes sense. I think it was I think it was really interesting. I I'm think really... like you constantly fascinate me in the way that you delegate your game out in I think a way that I think is quite 
uh, inspirational. I can't uh, do it on my own. That's the yeah. reason why. But um, the yeah, well, t- I, I'll talk a lot about this actually when we get into the event because I had a few epiphanies while while doing it. So, yeah. um, right. Should we do some Thursday stuff as well? Yeah, well, the, one of the main things as well going into this that I really want to touch on was uh, our lovely friend John, who had joined us at the beginning uh, of uh, 2023. Uh, Addy One had joined the Ashbourne. He's 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 leaving. He's oh, heading off. He's he's off to Japan. He's off to Japan for several years, but potentially who yeah. knows how long? And like um, we're we're deliberately trying to keep the Ashbourne as our striding really fucking small. Yeah, um, and. He was Caddick was just such a good part of that. He also had like really interesting game yeah. being part of the spy, spy world. Stuff. Definitely not a spy, by the way. Definitely not. Um, our man Sumar. Our man and Sumar. Which, by the way, I think we definitely like. I I love the idea of can continue on a bit of remote RP with John. Yeah, just, massively. Just, yeah, I'm tempted to even like maybe write little newspaper articles or something. Like, I, I get... like I like the idea because he's flying out tomorrow morning. Yeah, is after we finish our recording, whatever time it is. I'm going to blast out this episode yeah. just so he has something to listen to on the plane. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, uh, John, you'll be really missed, man, but I think you're going to do a great job out there. So Yeah, like, as as a... It was fun. Um, I, I think, especially if you're going to blast this out soon, um, at the very end of the whole event, it was, you know, this is, like, packed down, everything. It was fun to do, like, an IC and an OC goodbye mm-hmm. uh, to him. It was really... Uh, I mean... I've been very close with John and Talis has been very close with Caddick for a long time and it was just like yeah it was pretty emotional but it was in a in a in a lovely way because I'm like I'm so happy for him as a person yeah and his character has been a triumph like and and a genuine like wonderful asset to add to the Ashbourne it's added a really cool flavor to it the friends you make along the way in your little LARP journey it's the sweet sorrow of saying goodbye you know it's um yeah yeah Hey, here's to here's to Caddick. Yeah, have, have a great time, homie. Um, Thursday, yes. Um, so, uh, oh, Thursday's always a lot of fun. Are you only sure what you're going to do on Thursday okay, as well? I, I going into the event, I went to a spa on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I did some sitting in the sauna, oh, that nice lovely. swim. It was, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. For the lead up, I didn't like do as much planning, reading, and I had a lot of things kind of like moving around in my head at the time. Mm. So I fucking out like this is a Friday thing, but actually, you do your stuff, then I'll talk about my Friday. Yeah, yeah, okay. It gets a bit kind of onto the point of being fucking ludicrous, but yeah, go on. Yeah, dude, yeah, you really went through it, but yeah. um, uh, yeah. Uh, we had, um, for some reason I've written this down on the Thursday, although it happened on the Friday, um, but I'll fast forward to Friday for it. Mm. Uh, there was the photo shoot, which I'd arranged with uh, Kieran, uh, and I was going to be doing with Becca. Mm. Uh, and this was just a really fun opportunity, like to go out and have photos taken. The photos Ashbourne. are amazing. Oh my gosh, they look so good. Like, like I'm not... I, I really struggle with like photos in general. I'm one of those people where like, you know, when you have, you're like at a family do and someone's like smile and you put on a smile and it's just like, they'll be like, they'll say to you after you're smiling, smile. And you're like, I am smiling. This is my smile. And I feel really uncomfortable and I'm just genuinely bad. I never know what to do with my hands. I never know how to hold myself and stuff. There's something about LARP uh, and being a Talus kit and 
Kieran's fantastic and he like literally tells you how to pose and where to move and takes you to areas so it started off in uh, Navarre and we sort of did some sort of posing on the fire pit and stuff I was kind of getting I was still quite you know you're in a public space and it was kind of OCIC uh, I wasn't entirely at ease then he took us like it was it was good but uh, and then he took us to the woods so we go through the sentinel gate and we head into the woods for we the nudes <laughs> no no for like, like some Lark like noobs only fans coming uh, soon no and we did some like posed shots there and oh my gosh it was so good like i can't i genuinely can't wait for some of the photos did you did you put one of the photos because i've seen some of them have any of them gone on the, uh, only only the two basically have uh, you put them on the larp noobs thing i've only put the one of me and becca yeah on that one's noobs, fucking great which is great i'm holding really? ifan who is this kind of pet iguana that uh, i have uh and i'm basically like shielding him to protect him becca's standing in front of me basically uh sword out towards some foe off camera that she is protecting me from i look like i'm about to start to sort of turn and run and sort of mid a worry it's great it, and sh- you know what are the, they, they look stoic as someone, shit, right? someone made a comment that was like that's a buddy cop movie yes. i would watch and i was like hell yeah it yeah would yeah, be. yeah yeah like it's really so good. good and we'll get to becca like their character hold on spoilers yeah no but like um yeah it's it was a lot of fun um because they, they they got in touch and were like um can i share this time slot with you we did it it was so fun awesome character dynamic doing all these kind of post shots was so much fun massive shower to kieran there's more to come i can't wait to put yeah, the whole stop, album out. stop stop okay we should just call these the 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 spoilers for the main event yes. episodes yeah probably uh, okay i we both went out got pissed Dude. i had so I'm walking along. I'm yeah. heading to the Reapers where my friends are in the evening to have a beverage with them. And I see Goldie and his camp, okay? So I stop off there and it's got like... Um, uh, it's the ex-master of the mint. Um, his name's Jason OC. I can't remember what his name is. I see. Yeah. They're all in this camp. It's the same one with Derek the puppet. Amazing. Um, we're all hanging out. We're chatting. They're all such lovely people. And they sing this fucking song. And it was so good. And I think Jason wrote it, but it was all about leagueish shit, right? Yeah. Like, and it was really, really good. And, like, they were so welcoming and so nice. And then I went off and I spoke to the Reapers. And I'm getting so much pressure at the stage to join the fucking Reapers. To join the league, yeah. right? Like, everyone's oh, like, you're wanted. join the league, join the league. You're getting scalped and like, hard. Uh... And the thing is, you're, get, you're genuinely getting offers from all sorts of different sort of nations and stuff you want yeah, well. yeah but yeah. man they really fucking put me in the vice this event the reason why <laughs> i bring it up is because it was screws. like yeah they were like come on come on it was just like oh man and then for like a second i'd be like i could join the league and then i'd be like no 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 <laughs> um so yeah that was but yeah i like i like the league vibe man there's a lot of good Dude, folks in the i league. love the league I love the league. Um, the egregores cool. Um, they're fun. I just don't think I can be asked to iron. Like yeah. ironing seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And having good kit, and it's like I'm not cool enough. 
Maybe one day. Yeah, but... I, 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 there's another character down the line. I, I don't think Talis can move. Oh, what about a um, a Gellert heel turn where I join the league? Oh, that'd be amazing. I can see you moving. Like, I can definitely see... I can see, actually, Gellert moving to a bunch of nations. Oh, God, filthy. filthy. Uh, I think, like, for the right reasons, I think Gellert would move. Like, But I think Gellert would... Um, Gellert's actually... Uh, I don't know how you feel about it. Um, I think Gellert has this... Uh, like he, he he views the the great dance and the move through nations as in a much more naturalistic kind of way that like it's a bit like remember when Demarion left and went to Dawn and you're like oh he's a he's a Dornishman yeah like he he's he was a Navari and the great dancers led him to Dawn yeah and I feel that's very much how Gellert's view of Gellert, these things Gellert, are Gellert is because there's a lot of edgy people who are yeah. heretics and try to undermine everything. Um, Geller is a true believer in the empire. He 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 actually genuinely believes that that the the different like political bodies of like the synod mm. and uh, military council and senate. This is the way, literally the way that we should. That this is the best form of governance. Yeah. Like I'm like you know how like some Americans are like. Land of the free and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they've got a monopoly on freedom. Yeah, like yeah, no yeah. one else in the world knows a fucking Scooby Doo about freedom. They're yeah, the freest yeah. people ever, and all this stuff. And that's kind of how Geller is about. Like he's completely believes that through living by the way and and the way the empire operates, that we will be we are the greatest nation, and we will also by just being us. Yeah. We will change other people's We're going to change the world. Yeah, we're going to change the world. And the world's yeah, going yeah. to be better when yeah. it's all part of the empire. Yeah. 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 Like, Gellert believes that firmly. I think... Um, I, I really got a sense, actually, of you... Uh, and it felt like there was something about, I think, you, as I say, finding this kind of element of play in being the senator, I think has helped you discover a lot more about who the character is yeah. of Gellert. Because I think uh, there were points last year where you were still kind of not sure of who Gellert was and trying to find the separation between who Gellert was and who you are mm-hmm. I feel that's much more clearly defined now is <laughs> yeah. that, is that I would agree and I, I think agree. especially with the decisions you're making you're making a lot more choices now which are as we like to say not necessarily optimal choices if you had the full range of OC knowledge right you you often act on IC knowledge I think I think it's more like, you know, when you play a character for a while, you start to see, like, things coming up over and over again. Like, having my team mm. and generally being, like, a bit of a shit. Like, never having any money. Yeah. Being very easily distracted by shiny things. Your relationship um, with Agni is phenomenal. Agni, Agni, write this down. Um, Agni, what I- am I doing? What What am I doing... When can I have a meeting with this person? Because I literally have no idea I love, what my schedule is. I love the whole thing. So, so for people who don't know, um, Gellert, uh, Dave's character, has this um, scribe uh, played by the, the wonderful Millie who plays Agni. And you've got uh, Gaius, our kind of brand, as your proxy. And, and it's a wonderful team. But the relationship you have with these players, especially with Agni, is this... It, it, it's it's such an interesting dynamic that constantly makes me smile. Like, it's just... It's so... Like, it, it works because you're OC really good friends, um, first and foremost. But it's like this idea of, like, this man who is entirely against slavery 
has a person who he doesn't pay. No. Who... Uh, to be uh, fair, I did pay her. Did you? Yeah. You did well, pay her. Uh, Quill wanted <coughs> to give her a throne and Millie refused. So I took... No, I took the throne off Quill and then gave it to her. Amazing. So effectively I paid her. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah but the money did pass through your hands. Yes. But, <laughs> but like, just the way that Gellert treats her... Um, I guess for reasons we can't actually explain because it's it's like in character things are going on with regard to Millie's character. Yeah. Um, it's so fun and I really felt like over the last, I would say this year, I think maybe starting in E2, uh, you really started hitting this wonderful ball rolling of character identity, fun dynamic and adding a lot more, which I think you really needed in your game. Just fun. Yes. Just fun RP that I think... Oh my God, we'll talk about that. Jesus. You, cheeky RP as well. Cheeky. I think because you're actually, Dave, like really charismatic, really funny. I think sometimes you've been playing quite seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you feel this way, but I think you've been playing quite seriously and focused on outcomes a little bit more than was maybe necessary. We'll talk about this, but yeah. I think like the you can't change the world, yeah. But by being, by standing by your principles and doing the things that you want to do, yeah. you build momentum. Yes, and yeah. then you change you change that um, the the aspects of the thing by being part of that story, yeah. and it's like yeah. Outcomes, not necessarily, but being... We're very much talking... I talk about spoilers. I'm talking about the event right now. Okay. Um, but no, I, I found it fascinating uh, going into this event. I felt like you had a much better grasp of who Gellert was. I and that is really what I wanted to say. And I feel and I feel you're much happier for it. Yeah. Ian, we've almost been talking yep. for an hour. We should... Uh, What's this singing in the league? That's the songs in the league. The, the song I heard. Oh, amazing. Okay, yeah, we cool. talked about that. Yeah. Ian, yeah, we done. actually have 12 patrons. Oh now. my gosh. Do we so have a D12? Could you go and check on there and see if there's any a D12 in there? There is, literally. A D12. Really? Oh, literally fantastic. A D12. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Roll the dice, Ian. Kazamo. It's a 12. Ooh. Um, Charles Yarnold, thank you very much for your thank patronage. Thank you so much, Charles. Really appreciate it. And to all the rest of our patrons. Amazing. Um, we appreciate you. Um, see, look at us. Yeah. We're actually doing... We, we had a correct dice yeah. relatively on hand and rolled it. And achieved rolled a number it. and yeah. announced your name in relatively so, good order. No one else joined the Patreon until you have, what, eight other friends? <laughs> and then yeah, we yeah, can roll yeah. a D20. Amazing. So don't don't just sign up now. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get a club of eight people. Get to eight people together <laughs> and then do it. But yeah. Unless it's like... Another person joins and then, like, just kick someone out and have seven. Um, we'll have a nominations of dice. And then we need to get to 100, don't we? Yeah, jeez. Um, um, yeah, cool. Amazing. Um, we'll be back for E3 2023. It's going to be fucking great. Nice Friday. And, John, if you're in the air listening to this, yeah. have a fucking great time, dude. People... We love you. Okay, you're much likely to die from a donkey than you are from a plane crash. I can't believe you went there! <laughs> I'm just saying, to comfort him. To comfort him. 
There's often snacks at the back of the plane, by the way, John, if you head all the way to the back. Uh, on also, a long, long, long haul, Red Bull flight, go to the back if you can't sleep. Yeah, also the same thing with drinks. The if you They usually ply you with drinks fast to yeah. try and make you go to sleep. Yeah. If you get up and then start heading back, they'll look after you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a whiskey and uh, a beer is a good idea sometimes they give you a little bit of static and say there's only one drink per person just say it's the person next to you that's sleeping that's the that's the key okay right, right, right. so John have a great flight uh, I hope the jet lag doesn't kick you in but thanks again to our patrons and you for listening peace